Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Victory Prayer Circle with the We Who Dwell. I am your host, Natasha T. Brown. And oh my gosh, I am so happy that we are back. This is our first um, episode of the Victory Prayer Circle meeting and podcast of 2021. Um, we had been taking a break. God is just was like, you know what? Take a rest and renew, rejuvenate yourself. And so that's what I've been doing. For those of you who've been following me, you know that there has been a lot happening in my life, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But today, it was all week, really. I was just so excited about re rebeginning or restarting this uh, meeting because God has really been speaking to me about hope and promises and all of those things. So I don't know what the Holy Spirit is going to do this morning and this year, but I know he's going to move. So we're just going to kick off the call in prayer. And then I want to go to the word of God. We are also going to be praying for you all for all of us, for our communities, we've received some prayer requests. But in addition to that, if you have a prayer request, you can email us or you can uh, post it in the chat room. And the email address is wehoodwell at gmail.com. So I'm just going to kick us off in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are. God, we thank you for this time together. Once again, we thank you for the opportunity to pray together, to meet together. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in our midst. Lord, we ask that you would move today, God, that we ask that you would speak to our hearts, that you would comfort us, that you would give us hope, that you would renew our joy, renew our fervency for you, Lord. Have your way, God. I pray that you would speak through me and um, also everyone who would even comment in the comment section today. I pray that you would just move, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right. So again, good morning, everybody. Welcome. I'm Natasha T. Brown, host of the Victory Prayer Circle, Communicator for Christ. And it's been an honor really to host this prayer meeting on Thursdays for the past five years. Um, 2021, we'll be going into our sixth year of service, of intercession. And it's just truly been an honor to intercede and to really be uh, a part of your life and for you to be a part of my life and the life of this ministry. Good morning, everybody. So the Victory Prayer Circle, it is a place that we meet on Thursday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern time with We Who Do well, um, faith community. And you can find us on Instagram at we who dwell, or you can uh, find us on my pages as well on Facebook and in the we who dwell faith community on Facebook. Now the victory prayer circle is also a podcast. So I want to invite everyone to subscribe to the victory prayer circle podcast. And I also want to say hello to everyone who is listening on the Victory Prayer Circle podcast. So today, um, God really just had, um, had me, just really moved me to uh, come from the book of Romans. Now, I love the book of Romans. Today, we're going to be talking all about renewed hope. We're going to be talking about faith. We're going to be um, prayerfully just kind of... Uh, working your faith muscles this morning, exercising, uh, challenging your beliefs, challenging your thoughts. And so um, turn with me to Romans. This is a prayer call, but we also get into the word of um, God before we pray. And um, after we get into the word, it's just going to be a short, I'm going to read the entire chapter of Romans chapter four. Yes, the entire chapter. Uh, and I'm going to also try to show this on the screen. Excuse me, I'm going to try to show it on the screen as well for those of you who are actually watching online. So um, we're going to be reading chapter four of Romans. OK, and I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation um, version of this because I feel like there's a lot here. And I'm going to just um, I'm going to show it on our screen. I feel like there's a lot here. And, you know, many of you are probably familiar with this with this chapter, but it's going to be a nice refresher for us, I believe. So we're going to read Romans chapter 12. I'm going to see. I'm sorry. Chapter four. And those of you who are on the screen can see it. 
And yeah, we're just going to get right on into the word of God. So Romans chapter four in the New Living Translation, it says Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What, what did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. For scripture tells us Abraham believed God and God counted it him as righteous because of his faith. When people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned. But people are counted as righteous, not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. David also spoke of this when he described the happiness of those who are declared righteous without working for it. Verse seven, oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sins are put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of sin. Now, this is the blessing only for the Jews or is this also for uncircumcised Gentiles? That was a question Paul is asking. He says, now is this blessing only for the Jews or is it also for the uncircumcised Gentiles? Well, we have been saying that Abraham was counted as righteous by God because of his faith. But how did this happen? Was he counted as righteous only after he was circumcised or was it before he was circumcised? Clearly, God accepted Abraham before he was circumcised. Verse 11, circumcision was a sign that Abraham already had faith and that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous even before he was circumcised. So Abraham is a spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are counted as righteous because of their faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they have the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. Verse 13, clearly God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith is not necessary and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who try to obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to have no law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift and we are all certain to receive it. I want to repeat that. Verse 16, it says, so the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift and we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's. For Abraham is the father of all who believe. Again, Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. 18, even when there is no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he will become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead. And so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, it, was, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded for our benefit. 
I'm sorry, for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him. The one who raised Jesus, our Lord from the dead, he was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Okay, so now that was a long passage. I know, you know, it's it's probably not popular to read an entire chapter of the Bible or social media, but guess what? This is what this is about because we need to hear the word. Um, God really pressed on my heart. I was only going to concentrate on a, a few verses, but he really just highlighted all these verses to me. So what I want to do is actually hone in on Romans chapter four, verse 20, and I'm going to read it again from the from the New King James translation, but we're going to break this verse down. It says, um, Romans chapter four, four, verse 20, it says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and, and began, I'm sorry, verse 21, and being fully convinced that he had promised, that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. So, Abraham, this this chapter tells us that God counted Abraham as righteous, not because of his works. I know it talks a lot about being circumcised and all of that, but really we can just equate circumcision to works. And so today we see this today very prevalent that people believe that that we can work for God's um, favor, that we can work for God to count us as righteousness. But here's the thing about God. He knows that there's God is perfect. So, you know, he doesn't expect us to also be perfect. He doesn't make us. He doesn't make us perfect in terms of like in order for us to be righteous. To be righteous is to be saved. To be righteous is to have faith in God, okay? And so Abraham he didn't have to do any works except the work of faith, except being a faithful, believing in God, not wavering, right? And it doesn't even say that, that Abraham was perfect. So verse 20, um, 20, it says that he did not waver at the promise of God. So I want to talk about some actions that Abraham took and did not take, okay? So number one, it says Abraham did not waver. Okay. Number two, it says instead he was strengthened and he grew strong and was empowered by his faith. So as he waited on the promises of God, you know, God promised Abraham and Sarah that they would have a promised child and that Abraham will be the father of many nations. But in order for him to be the father of many nations, he had to birth a child, right? He had to, and he also promised him that child, that seed, right? And so it says, Abraham did not waver. So that's the first act. The, the second act, he was strengthened and he grew strong. He was empowered by his faith. So that means as he waited over time, his faith grew, his faith muscle grew and it actually strengthened him. Number three, it says he gave praise and glory to God. Okay. So he waited, he was waiting on this promise, but even in the wait, even in the times when he didn't know, like he, you know, he only knew that it was going to happen because God said it was going to happen, but he didn't have evidence for a very long time that his promises from God were going to come to pass. But it says that he was, he gave praise and glory to God in his faith. His faith caused him to give praise and glory to God. And that um, son and daughter of God is, is what's going to get us through to that place that we've been expecting, to that place of, of promise is, is the praise and the glory. Now, let me just be clear that the blessing in all of this is Jesus Christ. The way that we receive the life that God has promised us is by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay, so if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are already blessed. You are already favored. You are already um, God's favorite. Okay, but in but God also promises some things like he promises Abraham, right? But it says Abraham gave glory to God. So that's number three. And then it says number four, he was fully assured that God was able to keep his word. 
So it says he who promised, he knew that he who promised was able to do this thing that he promised that he would do. All right. And so um, let me just pause and say welcome again to everybody who's joined the Victory Prayer Circle. Do us a favor and go ahead and share the broadcast. Share it on your social pages. Um, let everybody know we're live. And um, if you have comments, go ahead and uh, type them in the comment section because we definitely want to have a dialogue about this. Then the fifth thing it says, um, this is all these things that Abraham did concerning his faith was made it so that God counted him as righteous. Okay. So again, we're looking, we're honing in on verse um, chapter four of Romans verse 20, where it says he did not waver. Abraham did not waver at the promises of God. So he did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in faith. Okay. And then he gave glory to God and being fully convinced. So he was fully convinced that he who promised was able to perform. So he knew he had all faith in a surety in God that he was able to perform those promises. So what's interesting is that it doesn't say that Abraham was perfect, right? Because we know that he and Sarah were not perfect. In fact, they, they weren't, they, they took their promises in their own hands. They, you know, they gave birth uh, through um, Sarah's handmaid to Ishmael. And so they were not perfect. It also doesn't um, say that, God saw Abraham's service as righteous, right? But instead, it says in verse 22, and therefore it was counted to him for righteous. So all of these things that Abraham did by faith, giving glory to God, praising and worship him, worshiping him, um, believing in, in God, having faith that the promises were still going to happen, not wavering in the promises. It says those were the reasons why God counted it to Abraham, Abraham as righteous. So the fact that he did not waver. The fact that he was strengthened in faith to keep believing in God's promises, the fact that he gave praise and glory to God throughout the waiting process, the fact that he was fully convinced of the promise and he was confident in God's willingness to perform it. And he knew God was not a liar. That's what it all boiled down to. Abraham pretty much knew that God was not a liar. And so those were the reasons why he was considered a man faith, the, the reasons why he was, um, the, all those things, his faith was counted to him as righteous. And so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, this is a season, I wrote this on my social media. Many of you, of you know, like I suddenly got engaged. Okay. Suddenly my life changed. I'm suddenly moving across the country to a place um, that I know is a place of promise that God put on my heart in 2015 that I, I will be there. Okay. I didn't know how I was going to get there. In fact, I made my business number uh, a number to represent that city, which is Houston, Texas, uh, because in 2015, the Lord put it on myself and my business partner at the time, put it on our heart, Houston, Texas. I didn't know how I would end up in Houston, Texas, but I knew I would. Okay. And so my business phone number for LOHI International has always been a Houston, Texas number. And guess what? Next month, I'm moving to Houston, Texas. So here's the thing. We may not know how the promise is going to happen. It may not even look like it can happen. We may feel like we're too old, like Abraham and Sarah. Sarah heard the Lord tell her husband that in a year, she will be having a child. And what did Sarah do? Sarah laughed. Okay. Some people right now are laughing at their dreams. Even me, I remember in the summertime at every, at six o'clock, I started to pray for my husband every day. And I remember one day, like walking around in my driveway, just praying. And I was just laughing. I was like, God, like I'm asking for all this stuff. Ha ha ha. I have no clue if you're going to do it, but I believe you can. I believe you can. I don't know if you're if you will, but I'm just going to keep praying. And I would say that out loud to God and I would be walking around and I would say, I'm going to just keep praying. I'm just going to keep believing God. I'm just going to keep declaring it. This is what you know, you promised me. This is what I believe you have for me, Lord. I don't know how you're going to do it, but God, but I know you're able. I don't know if you will do it for me, but I know you're able. And that's the thing. A lot of times we know that God is able to do things. Abraham knew 
that God was fully able. He was fully convinced that the promises of God, right? But Abraham had to take it a step further. It's one thing knowing that God is able to do something, but it's another thing knowing that God will do it for you. But here's the thing about the promises of God. They always come to pass because God isn't a liar. God isn't a liar. God is faithful. The um, In chapter three of Romans, I would encourage you to go back and read the whole book of Romans if you can in one sitting. But in chapter three of Romans, it talks about how when the Jewish people were unfaithful, God was still faithful. So even when we are unfaithful, God is so God, he is so G, big G, that he is always faithful, even when we're not. So I want to encourage somebody. Um, last testimony, last year, the Lord put on my heart four women to pray for who were desiring children, four women, four women who um the woman, the wife and the husband, they were trying to conceive, but they had not conceived yet. Two of those women are now pregnant, okay? It's nothing to do with me. It's just about the promises of God and the prayers of God's people. Intercession also works and it also builds um, our, our faith in the waiting process, giving glory to God, praising God like Abraham did. So I wanna tell you that today God brought me here today. He specifically put this Thursday to begin the Victory Prayer Circle 2021 to come on here to say, renew your hope. It's time to believe again. It's time to get your expectations up for God. And here's the thing. A lot of people say, don't have expectations. Don't expect anything. And then you won't be disappointed. But what type of faith is that? What type of faith is it not to have expectations? Listen, if you don't have expectations, you will always have settle for less. You'll always not get what you should be getting, not because you deserve it. That's what the world would tell you. Oh, you deserve this, you deserve that. No, but as a child of God, God promised you these things. God promised you some things. He, he promised you life and godliness. He promised you everything you need to do your earthly purpose. Everything that you need, everything that I need to do what God has called me to do. God has promised me those things. He's called me, promised us life and salvation. He's promised us every spiritual blessing. He promised us that he won't leave us, that he won't forsake us. He promised that, um, he gives us so many promises. Okay, so we have to stand on the promises of God. We have to stand on the promises of God. God brought me here today to tell you, renew your faith. It's time to renew your faith. It's time to truly, truly believe in those promises. Pull out those old promises that you didn't believe anymore were gonna happen because you thought that time has passed. Pull them out and believe again. Pray for them again. Renew your hope in God. We aren't we aren't um, putting our hope in people. We aren't putting our hope in um, a job. We aren't putting our hope in a boss. We aren't putting our hope in the stock market. We aren't putting our hope in the presidency. We are not putting our hope in the country. We're putting our hope in God. And so that's why a relationship with God is so vitally crucial in this hour, because without God, you have no hope. When you put your hope in false gods, you really don't have true hope to stand on. When you put your hope in things that are fleeting, then the hope wavers. The hope wavers. But when you put your hope in the only true God, the God that never lies, the God that never fails, the God that never makes a mistake, the God that knows you're in, that he already wrote the story. He, he's in your tomorrow today. When you put your hope in the ancient of days, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God who is resurrecting things even now, the resurrecting God, this, this uh, passage of scripture, Romans chapter four, it says that Abraham put his hope in the God who could bring th dead things to life. The God who brings dead things to life. Some of you think your wombs are dead. Some of you think your relationships are dead. Some of you think that your family reconciliation, that is dead, that it's a dead issue. 
But God says, renew your hope. He is the resurrecting God. All things are possible with God. Luke 137 says, for nothing will be impossible with God. Philippians 4.13, God is giving you strength. You can do all things through God who strengthens you, through Christ who strengthens you. So put your hope in God. Know that as you lean into God through Jesus, you lean into Christ, lean into your ultimate intercessor, the guy who got on the cross and died and bled out for you. Lean into him. And your hope is going to be renewed. So if you have a prayer request, you can type it. I'm hoping that I can see the prayer request. I'm going to actually try to go and um, and look online as well while we're here. But if you have a prayer request, you can um, type it in the broadcast. Or you can email to wewhodwell at gmail.com. And we are going to pray now. Okay, I'm going to um, first pray over the word. And then I want to um, pray over, uh, we're just going to pray for our community, everyone who has inter- um, who's asked for prayer. We did receive some prayer requests throughout the week. Um, and so we're going to pray. So prayerfully, this message has, uh, you know, resonated with you. If there is some places in your heart that uh, you have lost faith for some promises that you are, are losing faith for that your faith has wavered. I pray to God that you um, you now believe again. I pray that the Lord has restored your hope. OK, I pray that, you know, that God is able to do all things. OK, he's able to do all things. There's nothing that God won't do. OK, so um, I just want to uh, pray over the word and then we're going to um, we're going to pray uh, for our community, our family, our neighbors. Um, and yeah. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you, God, for this word. We thank you that your word is sharper than a double-edged sword, Lord. We thank you that your word can pierce through unbelief, that it can pierce through hate, that it can pierce through hardened hearts, that it can pierce through pride. Lord, whatever it is that is blocking us from believing, anything that is stealing our hope, God, I pray right now in Jesus name that this word will and has block through get through those things that it will cut through all of those barriers we bind every lie of the enemy right now in Jesus name we bind every trick of the devil to still kill and destroy the hope the dreams the plans and the promises the, of your people we bind every plot and scheme of the enemy to to try to get your people to forfeit uh, your plans for us oh God and father we just come into complete agreement we loose the promises of God the blessings of God the favor of God the love of God, the, the, the advancement. I just release a suddenly anointing right now on your people, God. I, I do believe that you have given me that, Lord, that you have um, um, placed me under a suddenly anointing and open heaven. And so, Father, right now, I pray that everyone would just reach up and grab it, grab the, the open heaven that they're under, the promises that they're under, the blessings that they're, they're under. And not because of me, let me just be clear, but because of God, all glory goes to God. And I thank you, Lord, for using this community as a place to meet, as a meeting spot, as a as a, a refilling station, God, that you're refilling our hope, Lord, every week from this point forward, God, you're, you're just instilling more of you in us, God. So have your way, God. And I bind the trick of the enemy that would try, try to come and steal this word, that would try to speak to somebody after they've heard this and tell them that this word didn't apply to them because of this or that or the other. I bind that in Jesus name. The word of the God says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So I bind every form of condemnation, every form of fear, doubt, shame in Jesus name. And I loose the truth of God, the favor, the presence, the, the word of God in Jesus name. And Lord, we thank you. Have your way. Amen. All right. So if you have prayer requests, go ahead and share it. Um, I just know that God is um, going to move. Like, I believe that these meetings that we have, and um, again, this is our 
fifth year. We're going to be going into our sixth year this year. Um, these prayer meetings plant seeds. They plant seeds of hope. And I, we have so many um, testimonies, again, just testimonies uh, from last year and just of people being healed, people, um, you know, relationships being restored, marriages, suddenly engagements, babies being uh, conceived. And we just are going to continue to pray for one another and just believe God that he is here. So one of my favorite scriptures that I always share um, when we're here, I like to quote it verbatim, even though I know it by heart, but I like to actually go to it so that we're not like confused at all. Um, and this is what we stand on. We have the power of agreement. And this is um, one of the reasons why intercession and calls like this are really important because of the principle of agreement. And so Matthew um, chapter 18 Verse 19, it says, again, I say to you that if two of you on earth, okay, it doesn't say we have to be in the same room. It says if two of you on earth agree, I'm sorry, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. So that's the power of agreement. And then it goes on in verse 20 to say for where two or three are gathered, are we gathered? We're gathered for where two or three are gathered together in my name. So in the name of Jesus, we are gathering. I am there in the midst of them. So we welcome Jesus again, right here. He's here in the midst and he's our great intercessor praying for us. Okay. So um, if you have a prayer request, go ahead and share it. I'm going to get into the prayer request that we have already received. And um, yeah, we're going to keep keep it rocking and rolling. How about that? So first of all, we want to pray for the Watson family. Um, this is my family. I'm marrying into this family. Um, but the Watson family lost uh, and she did. She's not gone. She's just transitioned. But uh their grandmother and mother and and sister and uh so yes ray j who is um my amazing love he lost his grandma so i want to pray for um the watson family and they are just such a, a beautiful family and so um we're going to pray for them first so heavenly father i just thank you god for restoring um, your hope. I thank you, Lord, for the life of Myrtle Watson. God, I thank you, Father, that you are with the Watson family even now. Father, your word says, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted, God. And so we ask that you would comfort, continue to comfort, continue to strengthen. I pray that they would continue to even mourn and take the time um, that they need to grieve and that they would grieve healthily. I pray, Lord, that they would um, just be... Um, that their hope would be renewed. I pray that the family would come together, close together, Lord. I pray, God, that you know they they wouldn't lose hope, they wouldn't lose heart, they wouldn't give up on one another, but that everything that um, their grandmother and mother has instilled in them, that it would be come, it would come up to the surface, Lord, so that her legacy would live on. I pray that you would have your way in this family, that you would bring them closer to you and bring them closer to one another as you comfort them. We pray for Ketley Watson, who um, she's also asking for prayer specifically, Lord. And so we we know that you know all um, everything that, that is happening in her life. We pray for her business. We pray for her family. We pray for her finances. We pray for her mind, that she has a peace of mind in Jesus' name. God, we thank you so much that you hear us, Lord. Um, we also want to pray for Anisha. Um, she, um, she's asking asking God that you would uh that she, that she would have a renewed focus, that she would be able to connect with you and hear from you, Lord. So in the name of Jesus, God, we ask God that you would unclog anything that is um, getting in the way, that is hindering her from that connection with you, God. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would just chisel through that, that area that is clogging uh, that spiritual connection with you, that closeness with you. And we bind the devil from 
working in her life. We bind any strongholds in Jesus' name. We bind any curses, any word curses in Jesus' name, any form of witchcraft um, that has been uh, geared toward her, directed toward her. We bind that in Jesus' name and we loose the freedom of God. The word says who the sun sets free is free indeed. We loose the power of God to flow in Anisha's life right now. She will be focused. We decree and declare more focus for her, more um, more passion, fervency in her prayer life. We we declare that in Jesus' name. We want to pray for um, our sister in Christ, Nicole. She sent in a prayer request. She said, pray for her and her oldest son. We're going to pray for reconciliation because they haven't been speaking. And so, Father, in Jesus' name, God, we um, call forth your reconciliation, God. We ask, Lord, that you would be with Nicole and her son, that you would move on their hearts, that you would move on his heart, God, so that he would um, just repent, repent for the hardened heart. We pray that they both come to a place of repentant, Lord, repentance, Lord, um, for that hardness that might be in their hearts, God, whatever it is that is getting in between them. Lord, we ask that you would go right there and move it out of the way in Jesus name. Lord, we ask that you would even dispatch angels, God, to to minister to both of them, to minister to their hearts, to um, bring them closer together, Father. We just call forth reconciliation in Jesus' name. And we also want to um, pray for our sister Nicole, who is um, working on losing weight. So, God, she wants to lose weight. She wants to be healthier. She wants to be fit, Lord. She wants to feel better. She wants to be able to do your will for her life, God. So I pray that you would give her wisdom, God, on what to eat, what not to eat, how to work out, um, how to uh, just be healthy. Healthy father in this journey of losing weight. And we call it done in Jesus name. We pray for um, baby Kai in Tanzania. Um, we've been praying for him for quite a while, but um, the kid family is still working on adopting baby Kai. And so we want to pray that his adoption goes through, that it goes smoothly, that it will be done decently in order, that it will be expedited in Jesus name. We pray that God would uh, do a miracle in this situation so that Kai can be um officially adopted by this amazing family who loves him, who um, has given him a really wonderful life. We pray for um, Ashley um, and we pray for all of our community, the We Who Dwell Victory Prayer Circle community against premature death in Jesus name. I bind premature death. We bind all accidents, all freak accidents, all clumsiness in Jesus name. We bind all violence in Jesus name. We bind all health issues, disparities in Jesus name. And we pray for Ashley. We pray for our community, all of our community um, for our health and our wellness, our long life. Okay. Um, let's uh, turn real quick to um, Psalm 91. There's a, a scripture in there that we should definitely declare. But the first part, which is um, what this ministry is actually based on, it says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God and him I trust. So God, we thank you. We thank you that you're protecting us from things. And if we go all the way down um, in, in verse 15, it says, he shall call upon me and I I will answer him. I will be with him in a time of trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So right now in Jesus name, we declare long life, long life and salvation for us and our families and everyone who is connected to us. In Jesus name, I declare long life for you, Ashley. I declare long life for you, Andrea. Declare long life for you, Ma Ketley. I declare Declare a long life for you, whoever is watching online. We declare long life in Jesus' name. So let's see. Um, what other prayer requests do we have here? Welcome, everyone. Um, we want to pray for Andrea's grandson. We pray in Jesus' name that um, he would. Let's see. What are, what are you praying specifically for? We want to pray. Just pray for her grandfather grandson, excuse me. Um, she saw him. Okay, great. She saw him again last Friday. So we pray for just that relationship. We pray in Jesus name that you, Lord, would continue to allow them to be close, continue to allow Andrea to connect with her grandson and her daughter. And I pray for reconciliation 
for that family in Jesus name. Lord, we pray that you would move um, in Andrea's family, Lord, move within her daughter's life and that relationship with her daughter and even her daughter's boyfriend and um, her grandson. God, we ask that you would have your way in his life, that you would keep um, her grandson protected. Lord, we just thank you, Father, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to some different places where we broadcast because um, I can't see everyone's comments um, in one place. So I'm just trying to make sure that we actually do pray um, for everyone who is desiring prayer this morning. So God bless you all. Thank you for joining the Victory Prayer Circle with We Who Dwell. This is our first broadcast of the year, but um, this is a place that we're gonna come and continue to intercede. So I wanna pray, um, I wanna say happy birthday. Happy birthday to our sister, Alice Imba. Happy birthday, Alice. Happy birthday to my beautiful niece, Kennedy, today who turns 13. And happy birthday to my brother in love, Will. Watson. Happy birthday to Will, Alice, and Kennedy. Um, if you have a birthday, if you want to shout out, we want to shout you out also. Um, if you have a prayer request, we're praying for the, the Mingo family. Okay, so thank you, um, Kelly. She's saying pray for the Mingo family. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, so yes, we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, God, that you would have your way in this family, Lord. We lift them up to you, Father. We lift up every need, every desire, God, in their in their lives, God. We come against everything that has um that is trying to still kill and destroy um, anyone in their family. We bind all ailments, all health issues in Jesus' name. God, we ask that you would bring them closer, that you would um minister salvation in the family, God, that that everyone in that family would receive salvation in Jesus' name, God. We pray that you would have your way, Lord. We pray that you would have your way, God, that your glory would show, that your glory would be revealed in that family, God, that there would be a testimony, God, multiple testimonies of how you have shown up and shown out in this family, Father. Have your way, God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We just thank you, Father. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. We give you honor. We're going to just praise God in advance now. Um, we pray for the Foster family. Um, Anwar Foster, uh, he is uh, asking uh, for prayer. So everyone, here's the thing, God. I'm not, um, guys, excuse me. Here's the thing. It's not just me praying. We're all praying. We're all coming into agreement. We talked about the power of agreement. So let's all come into agreement right now um, for a new job with for Anwar. Um, he needs a new job ASAP. Lord, you know the desires of his heart. You know the giftings that you put in him. God, you know everything that is on the horizon for their family. You know the things that are going to come that he doesn't even know about, Lord. So you know the perfect position for him. You know exactly where you want him to be, where he's going to be, where he can thrive, where he's going to be that will enrich him and enrich his family, Lord. So have your way, God have your way in the foster family, God. We pray for a new job, new opportunities, financial increase in Jesus' name, God. Expand Mr. Foster, expand Anwar's territory in Jesus' name. Expand his territory, Father God. Give him the desires of his heart, Lord. Your word says that if we delight ourselves in you, then you would give us the desires of our hearts, God. And so your word also says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else will be added. So right now, Anwar is here early in the morning, Lord, seeking you first, God, seeking you, desiring to know you, desiring to intercede for your people, desiring to speak with you, God. He's seeking you. He's seeking your will for his life, God. So we ask that you would even show him, Lord, show him where it is that he should apply, show him who he should talk to, God, show him who to give his resume to. If he needs to update his resume, Lord, show him how to do that, God. If he needs to get on LinkedIn, if he needs to begin to network more, God, show him what to do. If he needs to clean up um, anything about his social pages, Lord, if the, if the, the new job is going to come through the internet, Lord, give him wisdom, Father God, so that he can be fully prepared. Equip him for the places that he's going to go in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you, Father. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor, Father. We give you praise, Lord. Um, Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, let's just give God praise right now. I'm going, I'm going back and forth from different pages. If you are listening to this from the Victory Prayer Circle podcast um, on iTunes or any of the other podcast apps, you just keep praying and praising with us um, because we believe that we have received everything that we need from the Lord. We believe that the Lord is right here. Christ is right here with us. Alice is praying, asking um, Lord for a new job and new opportunities. So Father, in Jesus' name, oh God, be with Alice, Father. Grant her that desire, Lord, for a new position, a new opportunities. Open up the door for her, for even her story programs and her um, her writing and uh, her books and everything that's in her, God, her, her teaching. She loves children. Father, open up a door for her, God, for a new opportunity, Lord, new multiple opportunities, a new job and multiple opportunities in Jesus name God we thank you Lord hallelujah 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 amen hallelujah okay so Alice has a quick testimony she says thank you Natasha I feel so strong and blessed to have such an amazing prayer warrior as you all thank you God bless you and the victory prayer circle is because of this group that I now say I have the victory amen and you do have the victory my sister yes Yes, yes. Are there any other prayer requests? Um, <laughs> yes, Ewa. You know what? When I called you, I called Ewa, Mr. Foster, and I was like, wait a minute. We went to high school together. <laughs> so, like, he's probably like, what, ma'am? <laughs> but no, this is um, this has been great. You know, God is so good. I just, again, if you missed the beginning, um, we had a word where we went into the word of God, looked at Romans chapter four, and God had a message for us about just renewing our hope in him, just believing again, knowing that he is well able to perform it. And not only is God able, because again, all of us know that God can do all things, right? He can do all things but fail. So we know that God is able, but here's the thing. We have to believe that God is going to do it for us. We have to know that God is not only able, but he's willing. He's willing and able. So God loves you. Um, I, You know, the, a while ago, I started to stand on specific promises from God. One of my life verse is Matthew 6, 33, you know, seeking first the kingdom and all else will be added. And then I found, you know, what's that Psalm, what is it? Uh, 2419. I always forget, but it's um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So at, at one point I was in seminary and it was probably 2017 and I started to go through the Bible and I started to pull out these promises and really stand on them. And um, they became promises that I always quote here in these meetings and just when I'm ministering to people, because I know that the promises of God are true. So I was like, well, I'm just going to delight myself in you, Lord. Like, so he became like an obsession for me, probably unhealthily for a while. Um, but then it's like he gave me balance. He showed me how to have balance in my life. And um, now I just love the Lord. And like, I don't feel, you know, like it's not for a religious place. It's not from a works place. Like you have to do this and this and this because God gives us so much grace and love, but it's just from like a genuine place of like seeing God move and, and move mountains. Like if y'all could have seen me six years ago, you would be like, it's not even the same person. So I just, because of what God has done in my life, I know that he is well able to do anything, like anything. So there's nothing too hard for God. Um, so testimony from Ashley, she says, last year, I asked you all to pray that I enter my season of more than enough and financial abundance. And I am definitely seeing the manifestation of that prayer. Praise God. Praise God, man. God is so faithful. He's so good. He's awesome. He's he's amazing. Like, let's just test God and try him. Um, let's try God. Like, try God. Yes. Okay. So we're going to just close out. Um, again, I just want to remind you, if you uh, do have a prayer request, you can go ahead and um, email it to us and we will be praying throughout the week. There's a group of intercessors. Good, um, have a good day, Cynthia. There's a group of intercessors that, um, and we're mobilizing more um, intercessors. Um, that's something that's really on my heart. So we're going to be praying if you're interested in, um, if you are intercessor, you know, 
know, just email us at wehudwell at gmail.com. And if you want to be on the intercessory prayer team with the Victory Prayer Circle, email us. Just um, share a little bit about your faith walk, your journey with God, and your prayer life. And um, soon I'm going to be reaching out to um, just intercessors who, you know, people who would like to be intercessors because I do know the power of prayer so strong. And I've seen, um, I've just witnessed it. Thank you, Ma. Um, so, my Kelly, that's my mama in love. So, anywho, thank you all so much for joining the Victory Prayer Circle with We Who Dwell. We're going to be back next Thursday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And I'm just so excited. Um, you can text uh, dwell, text the word dwell, D-W-E-L-L, to 55469 to join the community to get text messages whenever we go live. Um, you can follow me on social media. I'm at Natasha T. Brown. Right now, Instagram is my favorite. Um, I'm not a, a big social media person, but you know I am trying to just make sure that I'm faithful to my call as a communicator for Christ. So you can follow me at Natasha T. Brown on Instagram and um, communicator for Christ on Facebook as well. And I'm also on YouTube. Um, the, go to wehudwell.org um, if you want to hear past uh, editions of this Victory Prayer Circle podcast. And you can also subscribe to the Victory Prayer Circle podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and wherever you get your podcasts. So I just want to thank you all so much for joining. And I'll pray for us as we leave and go forth and have an amazing weekend with the Lord um, in us and working through us. So Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this beautiful time together, Lord. We thank you for this day which you have made. We will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for renewed hope, renewed strength, renewed joy. We thank you for the testimonies, Father, um, that are coming forth now and that will come all year. We thank you, Lord, that this is a year. We declare, we know, we sense this is a year of renewed hope, a, rene a year of uh, restore, restoration, renewed promise, recompense. God, I thank you that you're giving us back everything that the enemy thought he stole from us, including our hope, God. So we thank you, Lord, that this is just... Um, going to be a great year. God, we thank you that we're going to have so much um, good, so many good times with you in fellowship this year, Lord, both alone and corporately, God. We thank you that you're moving, God. We thank you for divine marriages, divine job opportunities, favor, Lord, everywhere that we go. We thank you that favor follows us, God. We thank you that we don't have to chase favor because we're already favor and it follows us, Lord. We thank you, God, for your promises. We thank you, Lord, for making us a part of your will. And Father, we pray for everyone who does not know you. God, we pray in Jesus' name, Lord, even if there's anyone out here right now who is listening and, and maybe you've just been, your faith has been stirred up. We pray for that soul, though, those people, Lord, who need to know you. We pray, God, that they would just ask you, um, Jesus, to come into their hearts and make you their personal Lord and Savior. And Lord, we pray, God, that you would just move, begin to move and do a mighty work in their life, oh God, so that they would have a testimony of how you restored them. In Jesus' name, God, have your way, Lord. Amen. Amen. So um, I'm so I'm grateful for you all. Yes. And if you don't know the Lord, um, you know, we prayed it. But I just want to make sure that I say this. If you don't know Christ and you, you want to feel free. You want to, you know, feel like that burden, the heavy burden off of you. You want to know that you're covered. You want to know that God has your back, that he's dispatching angels, that you too um, are privy to all the promises in this Bible. You want to be uh, secure in your relationship with Christ. All you have to do is just pray and ask the Lord to come into your heart, be your personal Lord and Savior, and give you a new life fill you with his spirit and he's going to do it for you. And that's all I have to say. I hope that you guys join us again on the Victory Prayer Circle next Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Uh, Central. And um, until then, join us. We have a, a group, the We Who Dwell Facebook group. And so um, we're going to be a little bit more active in that group as well. So everyone who's listening and watching, you can join us um, in the We Who Dwell Faith community on Facebook. So have a blessed day until next time, guys. Love you all. Bye-bye.